Welcome to the podcast that brings a little bit of fire, a little bit of ice, and, and a, a whole lot of Ecuadorian spice. All right, welcome to today's show. You're on with Jody and Christy. And today's episode is called Recap. You get a recap. You get a recap. You all get a recap. This is a recap for Season 2. That was awesome. I like Season 2. I mean, you know, I like everything, but <laughs> Season 2 was fun. Our first episode was the pivot one where we talk about our short-term goals. Yes. So have any, has anything changed since then for you? Um, <laughs> no, actually, I've been keeping up with my, my promises to myself for the beginning of the year. I'm still making my bed. I'm still being mindful of, of what I eat. And I am um, still reading a book a month. Oh, you still have to give me the book, the one that you read, though. Um... Which oh my one? god which one is the one that you were gonna give me you were gonna give me one when i was like uh, uh caring too much about something else oh uh, the art of not giving a fuck yes yes the yes make sure you give me that one all so right. i can take you know my fucks back um, yeah you definitely everybody should take all their fucks back because too many fucks out there you know like I, I remember the first one and i was just trying to tell you how i wanted to stay like less stressed and more calm and not have a como se llama um road rage road rage yeah. i mean that I'm sorry, but that still bothers me. Not as much. But you know what? One thing that I like wish I did before is like boundaries. Like everyone needs boundaries. And I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm a people pleaser. I just want to say yes, 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 yes. And help everybody and fix everybody. And that's like draining. It is. So I think I'm going to take a break from Savior Christina. And I'm going to do some boundaries. And I want to read your book because I feel like that will help me. Well, I didn't write it. So it's not my book. No. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I retract that. Cor okay. Correction. The book I read. Yeah. Eliminate that part. Yeah. The book that you recommended. Yes. <laughs> I strongly sure recommend it to you. Um, it's about yeah, giving fucks. Um, so what? Are, so there was a we did a like a mini weight loss, you know, kind of goal setting. I'm curious because we haven't really we didn't really recap it at that good. I think. So how how did you end up doing? What? How did that go? So I stayed uh, consistent with the water. Okay. And then I, you know, I told you about my meal plans and, um, I didn't gain, I didn't lose, but I feel like I've been talking to this one trainer, like, uh, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Since like February that I literally texted him yesterday. I'm like, okay, August is my, is, this is my month. You know, like I'm ready. Leo season. And you're <laughs> He's like, not even answering me crickets. at all. <laughs> He's not answering at all. He's probably like, this girl's been like, trying to do something since February, like, you know, consistency has not been my thing. Yeah. But when I'm ready, like, they don't answer. So now I have to, like, um, I actually reached out to one of my cousins, and I was like, hey, let's just do Zoom. And she's like, yeah, you tell me the dates. So now it's on me. She's, she put it on me. She's like, you tell me the dates, and I will be available, and we will work out together, during, you know, from Zoom. She's in Ecuador. So I was like, perfect. So now I know it's on me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, For me, I, I've actually continue to lose not super fast that was not my goal to lose super fast so it's still pretty steady going down um i'm at a little over 20 pounds so i'm really happy because at some point i did gain like five pounds back but then i get got back to uh to my regiment which hasn't really been anything crazy yeah you know no repito my plates no you know i'm i'm been just 
trying to stay pacing myself and being consistent and I haven't eliminated any foods or anything like that. So that's funny that you said pacing yourself. Um, I have a cousin visiting from Ecuador and yesterday I was like, you know what? We're, I'm hungry. Let's look at something to eat. And there's like a plaza nearby. And of course, I run into the Chinese place and there's a salad bar next to it. She's like, I'm going to go get a salad. And I was like, yeah, of course, you're going to get like a, the lettuce. And I'm here like double shrimp fried rice. <laughs> Well, because you know what tastes better for you, right? <laughs> I mean, I like salads. It was just like at the point I was so hungry. You know how when they say don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry? I Yeah, because you get everything. And like they no at this plaza, they're right next to each other. There's a, a pizza place, the Chinese place and the salad place. And what I chose was the Chinese food. So I'm like, I have to be a again. If I don't have the meal plan in front of me, I just get distracted. Yeah. If we have it and it's there, like I've been doing, you know, consistently doing it, it actually works out better too with the scheduling. So yeah. I don't have to like worry, what are we having for dinner? Whatever. I just look in the, in the, in the little calendar and boom, it's done. And I liked it. I felt like I was, I didn't feel full. Like, oh, you know, like when you're like, oh, yes, I'm tangena, you don't want to eat anymore. I was fine. Yeah. And consistent with my water. I was like, listen, husband, no soda for me. Like he's so supportive. He was helping me at work too. I'm like, guys, you guys know I love my Coca-Cola, but no more for me. So they're like, oh, I feel bad if I buy you one. I'm like, yes, feel really yeah, bad. Exactly. Don't get it for me anymore because they enable me. And then one day I was like, oh, it's okay. You can buy me one. He's like, no, like they were actually like helping me. It was kind of funny, but he did, yeah. you know, so I just have to be consistent. And I feel like that's what you have been. So that's why you can see the difference. I'm not. I'm like good one month, ah, bad the other. Well, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm still human. I'm still going to have my indulgence. but. I find that whenever I do overeat, it really, I can feel it. Oh my God, so, no kidding. Yeah. You remember how we talked about that show, uh, Super Size Me? Yes. So the other day I had McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I felt like trash. Yeah. I felt oh like God. trash the whole day. I why'd, felt you like, eat, why'd you eat it all day? Because, I mean, it's the, it was the quickest thing at that point. Yeah. Like, you know, it's near my job. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get it for lunch. And then the guys at my job got it for me for lunch without asking they just got it for me and i was like hey, i'm not going out for lunch i'm just gonna eat it so i had the chicken nuggets and then for dinner my daughter wanted ice cream so i was like ah, i just go there and i told my husband it's like i feel like trash like yeah. i feel like my arteries are clogging <laughs> right now they're like what are you doing it's crazy i mean yeah. i can't believe how that guy did it for so long when i did it for one day and not even the super size me thing it was like the little ones but still i do felt they even trashy. do super size now i thought I they took no it idea. away i have no idea because i know now they don't really ask you about the you know to they don't ask you for the large like you, would you like to make that 25 cents more and get the large <laughs> Like, don't they, don't, they don't ask you questions like no do you want to supersize that i, did, I don't know they, they don't ask you anymore stuff. but yeah. it was craziness but yeah so um i would say for for goals i think we did okay you know yeah. I, I i'm very happy that i'm still very consistent i like it i'm gonna you need to rub that off on me, <laughs> give me some I'll, I'll rub you up and down is there... <laughs> yeah give me a good rub down baby <laughs> and then um so our season two episode was a language de amor um I still love that one. I have so many people talk about that one for me out of the out of the show, you know, outside the podcast. And it was so good to know, like, sometimes other people talk the same language as you, but they don't show it the same way. So it was good. Like, you get to do the quiz. You tell them what you wanted. Like, for me, it was what the action one. And, you know, actions speak louder than words. And then someone says, oh, me too, but I'm a different kind, different kind of actions. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. And, you know, it was, 
I, I think people like that one. I, I think sometimes being mushy and lovey, you know, people like that. I mean, you know, be, being loving in this hateful world yeah. was like a change of pace, I guess. I think just looking at how many uh, listeners we had for that show, I think it was it was a pretty successful episode for us. Um, that, that does not mean we're going to go and be mushy. OK, we are not those girls. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, I'm not super girly, so don't expect that from me. Um, my uh, that's why we get along because neither am I. <laughs> right. So um, for me, that episode, I mean, it was good to get the do the quiz and find out it's quality time, which I I kind of already knew. That's just what I prefer. I prefer to just spend time with people. You don't need to give me stuff. You don't. I obviously those those things are all nice. Getting stuff, getting affirmations. Um, but quality time to me means a lot. Um, when I hear people talk about, you know, oh, well, me and my me and my, you know, significant other, you know, we're going through. We have different different languages, you know, different love languages. Now I understand because we did the episode and I got to deep dive into that topic. So. Being able to understand when people say those things was it's been good for me. Or when someone does does something, you're like, oh, why are you doing that? It's because that's the kind of language that they communicate with, whether it's love or just whether it's anything. You know, you I think it did open our eyes to, oh, it's there's a different way to show love. There's a different way to communicate. There's a different way to do things, you know? Yeah. And then getting the hints from like when somebody gives you something or it's constantly you know, uh, giving to you, maybe that's their way of showing love is by giving. So that's means that that's the way they expect to receive the love back or that's their language. So, you know. Yeah, that one was good. Um, Number three was start spangle trivia. <laughs> you know, something funny. Uh, first of all, congratulations to you because you were very good on that one. I, I, Shock. I, I, was trying to, I was trying to trick you too in those things. Uh, I met someone, you know how when you... um. When you meet someone new and they have like certain features or whatever, you're like, oh, where are you from? You know, and then they, they'll tell you like, oh, Italy or Mexico or whatever. So I met someone and he said to me, he's like, oh, are you Italian? Because my husband's Italian. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm Ecuadorian. And he goes, born and raised. And I said, yeah, born and raised. I came here when I was, you know, a teenager. And, he, and I said, what about you? And he says, listen, I don't even know. I can't even track my parents back from like Ohio or something like that. Like, I'm, you know, like another state. He's like, I don't even know. He's like, I think we came from Canada. He's like, but if I'm not either like a third generation or second generation and over, he's like, I'm an American. I was born here. I don't know. He's like, when some people are like, hey, you know, like I'm Mexican and they don't speak Spanish. You're like, wait, you really are not. And I'm like, well, so I'm just trying to explain him. Well, that can be their background. That could not be their nationality, but that could be their background. He's like, no, I'm an American as they can get. <laughs> yeah, when you're here for long enough, you're American, right? You're, uh, you're or, your, already... or your ancestors have been here for so long. Like, he, he literally couldn't tell. He's like, okay, we're from a different state maybe, but he couldn't tell if they were from, like, immigrants or anything like that. He's like, nope, I'm an American. <laughs> well, I think if you have American citizenship, you should just be able to say, I'm just American, and then your culture would be whatever background you more associate with well i'm a citizen and i'm still ecuadorian yeah but you're american citizen <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um so i listened to the episode and i i almost felt like it sounded like i had all the answers like no, maybe it was uh i i can i was like oh people are gonna think this is so fake that i, <laughs> I mean 
I was trying to trick you. I wanted you to get it wrong. So <laughs> if anybody thinks that I gave you the answers or you looked it up before or I gave you the questions free, yeah, that did no not happen. Of it. That yeah. did not happen. I gave you some easy ones just to get it started. But you really, you really know your history. So props to you. You know, Thank don't you. don't don't think that because I would have called you out. <laughs> That's true. You would like, not. You would have been like, wait, wait, where are your notes at? What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, thank God that you bought me the shadow. Otherwise, I would have still brought it up from season number one. Because I'd be like, uh-uh, she didn't get it for me. She still didn't get it. I will call you out. Um, yeah. So, by the way, since we are, start, we talked about Star Spangled Banner, uh, Star Spangled Trivia, sorry. Um, there is, it's a, just going to plug political stuff right now that it is primary season. Um, please look up when your primaries are in your state's. And make sure that you're informed on the candidates so that you can pick the right person to be on that ballot come November. And don't be like me, which at the beginning I was like, ah, it doesn't matter if I vote for like a town person or a city person. And then you open my eyes and you're like, nope, you you can make a, a change. So go ahead, register, do your homework and vote. It matters if we know anything that's happening to all our uh we have to say leyes because yeah, I can't laws. think of the laws. There you go. Um, you you know that it, who's there making those decisions and making those um, votes that will affect your life, and you it to- totally matters who you vote for. Yes, please go out there and vote. Um, number four was un poco de todo, and I talked to you about this uh, outside the podcast. Though how I watched that documentary, the girl in the picture. Oh my god, that was so devastating. Uh, I mean, how crazy is that? Like yeah. from 1970 and they found it like on 2000, what was it, 11? It's crazy. Well, to me, it was... um. So Oh, you... let's not ruin it in case, you know, no spoiler oh, alert. All right, no all right. I won't alerts. do the spoiler alert. I just know. Okay, so it, to me, it was uh, what I thought the show was going to be about was not at all what the show was going to end up being. So it was like a complete, like... uh. Como se dice, where you're like, I, they drew me in and then they, they get, hit you with the, with a twist and the pop, plot, it's it like a, a complete plot twist. Yeah. The plot twist. It, uh, honestly, you don't know what you're getting into till you start watching it. Yeah. We recommend that because we both, I mean, um, it was devastating though. That De- completely devastating. My, like you said, like my jaw was like, what? Like yeah. you just dropped to the floor. I'm like, it was exactly nothing like you expected it to be. Yeah. But the story is real and it can happen. So please watch it. It was a good documentary. Yes, it was a little tragic, but it's a good documentary. Well, to me, I was um, like, I thought it was going to be like one of those detective shows. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to maybe she's a bank robber. You know, like I was thinking all these crazy things and I was trying to get my kids to watch. They, they didn't end up watching it with me. And I was happy that I didn't end up having to have awkward conversations about what ended up happening. Um, but with no spoiler alerts, that's all I'm going to say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you don't don't watch it with your kids. <laughs> um, I told you to watch the perfect bid. It's about again with no spoilers. I mean, it's pretty much what it says. Is this guy that knows everything about the prices right to the penny? He knows everything. And watch it. It's crazy how he knew everything. Like he he's watched it his whole life. So he had he had like a 
First he of had all, a, he, oh, yes, he had an Excel sheet or something. First, but did you see he started with like a notepad, just writing yeah. down, oh, you know what? I saw this television on the last episode, so let me just write it down. So he just starts writing down all the prices and then as the, the television evolves oh, and no, he evolves, yeah. he puts it on the, on the Excel sheet and, and then he helps someone to the penny. And you know what the sad part was on that one? Is that the other lady was really close within like 400 bucks. So it was kind of sad that you no, know yeah me recuerdo un poquito now that you mentioned that uh, yes i did watch that one um did you watch um the the newest one which is the most hated man on the internet no i haven't watched that one yet yeah the that fucking guy he's just horrible <laughs> he's just a horrible human being um he was the guy who did the revenge porn uh for the exes and how he really affected people's lives and how people they kill themselves over over this stupid website and this big you know guy just being a bully and allowing other people to bully people using that and uh and you know he wasn't even and he was hacking people too so he was just a horrible human being and that goes to one of the ones that we talked about bullying like it's not just oh in school or someone saying something it could be in the you know or social media it could be like someone literally doing a website to bully other people right because then you have and people it's legal. commenting yeah like i mean honestly it, you don't even need a website specifically to do any kind of revenge porn if you look at the way people talk to each other especially on the internet um even in gaming if you listen to your kids playing games on the internet the the way people talk to each other on there is just like there's no repercussions there's no consequences so they'll say and they'll say the the worst things to people and you really don't know where somebody's state of mind is when you say something so critical about their looks or anything like that. Like, it, you don't know how those words are going to hit, even if you're trying to be, I don't know why you would be joking about it, but, you know, even if you're trying to be, you're trying to joke about it, um, you can really uh, affect the person and, and we don't know what those outcomes could be. Nah, man. I, I always know. bring things down, don't I? <laughs> no, because you bring things to reality like that's exactly what this guy was doing was hurting people i haven't watched it but you told me so i'm definitely gonna see it and you know i, I try to keep it light so i watch stuff like uh, the guys that that used to be lottery players um oh my god i forget the name something in jerry go large it's these guys that just buy lottery from massachusetts and they win and it was like a business it was like pretty light. You should watch it too. It was a fun movie. <laughs> I, I like light stuff too. You know, I, I really do. But I, I, I find I, for me, I have a passion for documentaries, um, probably from when I used to do, you know, do films back in the day when I was much younger. Um, I just have a passion for documentaries and just finding out the truth on things. So most of the documentaries that Netflix keeps giving me are all pretty dark. <laughs> so I guess I must like dark ones because I keep getting recommended them. Well, this movie is a true story, but, you know, they made it into a movie rather than a documentary. So um, another spoiler alert for um, the most hated man on the Internet. Um, Amant was one of the main people to take him down. So. Amant. Please watch it. Yeah. Mm. Mom power right there. Oh, whoop, whoop. <laughs> so the next one was double standards. Well, we have si tú no sabes yo tampoco, but up until this point we don't know. So <laughs> well, si tú no sabes yo tampoco is just really like if you don't know, I don't know. Like we really don't know everything about anything, right? Uh, we don't say up here that we're total experts on 
any particular topic. We're just people with opinions. We're not experts. So we're just talking, you know, (laughs) we're researching the best we can to provide you all the information correctly. But at the same time, we're not experts. Correct. Correct. Which is why we bring people. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. So we did um, number six was double standards. Yeah. Which still, you did the immense yeah. eye roll. I, I mean, wish people can see that. I, I one. think they heard my eye roll through my microphone because that's still happening. Yeah, and that that actually kind of attaches to our um, episode number eleven when we talked about Roe versus Wade. So I mean, double standards still happening. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think it's always. Gonna I'm happen. still upset about it. There's I don't know when when people will will open up their eyes when it comes to that but you know oh my god so speaking of double standards yeah i watched oh you like documentaries i watched the secrets of playboy holy 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 okay because i used to like uh what's the show that they have with the three girls uh the girls next door and i'm like oh everything seems so fine and you know i I get it where they playboys yeah and they live in the mansion and they they just do fun stuff and then but behind the scenes, holy double standards. Men were disgusting pigs to these poor girls. See, and that's the part that really fucks with my brain is the fact that people get away with doing incredibly heinous and disgusting things to other human beings. And somehow, if you have the money or you know the, you have the connections, it's okay for you to be the most disgusting human being on earth and get away for it with it for years. That really irks me to my core on when it comes to double standards. And, and I just can't, I mean, I'm sure obviously we, you know, when we talked about tell, tell, tell them Johnny, um, we saw an extreme double standard, right. we would never view a, a male being, you know, uh, the victim of domestic violence, but you know, I mean, it goes either way. I guess I can't really say it's all men being assholes. Women are too, but men really oh, are. Man, if you have a time, please watch it because I, I'm not, I don't think I finished it yet, but I'm just on the one that they have like, um, it's not a spoiler alert because they had uh, like, it says loyalty, uh, loyalty will get you, will get you far or something like that. And like everyone was keeping all these dirty ass secrets from this man because he had money. Everyone just wanted money. Isn't that like Jeffrey Epstein? How did he, he's had all this money and had all these connections and he was a disgusting human being that was, why? Why were people backing him? Why was he able to um, get away with all those years of abuse even though allegations were being brought forth, um, information, evidence was being brought forth? How was he able to get away with continuing to do the heinous crimes that he was committing against women? in girls um for so long double standard double standard (laughs) or money you know (laughs) money is always the root of all evil Mm -hmm. money and um number seven was me mama me mima we talked about our me mommy mama we were talking about our motherhood i guess journey (laughs) journey yeah Something interesting. That was, that was another mushy one. Yeah. Something interesting happened. Okay, forget about mushy. My daughter swallowed a gem yesterday. A gem. And it, I didn't even see her. Like, she's just sitting there, and then she just points in her mouth. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I ate the gem. Like, nothing. Like, she just swallowed it. I mean, you know, thank was God. Was it a real gem? Like, um, is, no, is those, she 
plastic gems. It's pretty big. I'll show you. It's pretty big. And she <laughs> ate it. And I'm like, and I, and I looked at my husband and he literally was pale. Like he looked like he was going to pass out. And she's just like showing us how she swallowed it. And she was fine. Like, you know, thank, thank God. God she was okay. Thank God it wasn't like on her throat or anything. Like I shoved down a banana down her throat because, you know, everybody says that in, in, in Ecuador, like, comete un pan o comete una banana, un plátano, si es que tienes algo en la garganta. So I'm like, shoved it down her throat. She hates bananas. I just shoved it down her throat. I didn't care. And I would she, think you would get choked more if you if you have like bread or banana afterwards. Well, but. the banana is kind of like softer. So I guess it's because it has like, if it has like a little, you know, has like bananas like mushy after you eat it. Like, so maybe like helped it. But I think she already did it because she told me after the fact. And I'm like, she is like nothing. She's acting like nothing happened. And then I had told one of my friends, I was like, I can't believe that she's just like, oh, okay. Now I, I ate the banana. Now can I, can you make me some sopita? And I'm like, oh, my God, like she doesn't understand that we're here having like a heart stroke because kids don't get, I guess. And she told me that she's like, she he does. She doesn't know what could go wrong. You do. Yeah. That's why she's just like nothing happened. Resilient. Of Did course. it have any sharp edges or anything? No, it was oval. She literally told me the color okay. and the shape of it. <laughs> All right. So that'll be fun coming back out. <laughs> oh, yeah so you know the first thing i did was you know go call my sister i was like oh my god this is what she did you know because my sister's in the medical field she called the doc and they were like if, if it's not in her throat she doesn't seem to be uncomfortable just look for the other end <laughs> she said oh my god like i'm just gonna like give her like you know beans or you know <laughs> you're just gonna hear bloop. <laughs> i'm gonna just I, please i'm like everyone everyone that's involved investigate so motherhood never ends no i mean it motherhood um is is a very tough um i'm dealing with teenagers um and uh i i have way worse stories than that but i <laughs> definitely i'm not interested in bringing it up here but the, i mean the way teenage stage is just ridiculous um this past week i've been cursed out more than i can even say um it's really and i, I mean i was i was pretty horrible as a teenager myself so i know that some stuff you know it's called karma it comes back to you but i don't i it's horrible it's horrible <laughs> oh, i don't even want to imagine with my girl and the way i was i'm like oh god no <laughs> just enjoy them cuando son chiquitos because they're you for me like i i think i said this in our in our episode i don't remember um but you know it's just so nice to relive life experience life through them with all the stuff that they love, um, you know, seeing things for the first time or experiencing things for the first time. It's just really nice to see it through their eyes. So enjoy it while they're little and get ready for hell when they become teenagers. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thanks. I, I can't wait. Just a warning. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> oh, I can't teenagers wait. suck. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the teenage thing. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Thank anytime, you. you know. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, let's see. Uh, episode eight was our anniversary episode get to know your host <laughs> you know when i listen to it and i told you this i feel like my english voice is different than my spanish voice i'm like why do i sound completely different in english and then i sound like this in espanol like why is like my voice just goes high in, in english and now like, oh, hi guys and then i'm like oh hola but <laughs> porque lo dice así hola <laughs> no i that's how i talk in spanish i've noticed that now that my you know that i have uh, my cousin here i'm like wow i sound completely different and i'm like is it just me <laughs> or is it like anybody well to you i mainly 
speak, you know, English to you, but you'll hear me. You'll see the difference when the empiezo a hablar español. It gets deeper for like no reason. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't and know. I don't, to be I don't, natural voice. I don't notice it. I, I notice, notice yours. It. Really? Yeah, cuando tú hablas en español, tú tienes como un acento. You know, like your Boricua accent definitely comes out. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, obviously, I have an accent in English and Spanish, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't notice. I, I don't notice it. Uh, but yeah, I, I loved our anniversary episode because I thought it was just really fun. Um, I think we kept it really light, which was our goal for the season two is just try to keep it as light as we could. Though I know I, I tend to bring everybody down. <laughs> but, you know, I thought I thought we did OK with being light. And we went out drinking, so that was a plus. Yes, <laughs> yes, that was such a great um, Those... anniversary uh, present. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk about like learning uh, to uh, get to know your host. The ones I get there, and I'm like, "Oh, this tastes like juice," and you're like, "What? Is <laughs> this straight up vodka?" I was like, "I can taste the vodka. How do you not taste this vodka?" <laughs> but then again, vodka and me clash pretty often. Um, I call it the mine eraser. <laughs> Because I'm like, wait, what did I do yesterday? <laughs> I chugged that drink and you're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, it tastes like juice. It was <laughs> like, like poquito, <laughs> little sips. I was on my third and I think you were like still sipping on the first. I'm like, listen, this, and it was, it had cucumber, you know, that's also like my favorite. It was yeah. like a perfect drink for me. So I'm like, why are they not making them strong? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and it was a really cute restaurant too. That was a good pick. And I told you how my husband doesn't eat seafood, so we made sure we had tons and tons of seafood. Yes, yeah. Seafood and alcohol. And see, see, that's how you get me. <laughs> um. So our the next episode, we kind of just touched lately on it on Tell Them Johnny. Um. Oh, did you hear? She filed. She declared bankruptcy. Well, we knew that was going to happen. She was never going to pay him, and he really doesn't care about the money. It's just about the point. Like, just stop. You know. Yes, because he automatically went on tour. He got re-signed with Disney. It was kind of you're right. He just wanted to be like, no, I'm not gonna get put in that position and you're not gonna put my drag my name through the mud. And he did what he had to do. He won, the evidence showed, and now he's bankrupt. Yeah. It's interesting. Um to see the comments from different people, because there's some people that are totally team Amber, which, hey, you know, if you want to, if that's what you believe, everybody has their right to believe it. But when you see the evidence, it's kind of like, really, you know. And, you know, we actually um, also said how she was trying to, what is it, reopen the case or something? She wanted to. Well, she wanted to um, appeal, appeal it. it. Yeah, appeal it. But to me, like I said, I you want to appeal it because you can't pay that much. You need to see if somebody but the jurors you know looked at all the evidence they saw everybody's performance really and and made a determination based on facts not based on anything other than that and the rest of us aren't privy to absolutely everything so we don't i don't you know but we all saw it too we all saw it she she was just being she was playing a victim and, and, and she was not. She was the predator. Again, I said it on the episode. I'm against domestic violence, but I am Team Johnny. So and I <laughs> I'm <have> glad never... <laughs> I'm glad he won. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of some of his movies, not all. I'm not a fan. I'm a he's not my guy. Like my guy is Dwayne Johnson. I think I say that all the time. I fucking love him. So 
I don't think to me it's him. It's not really like his movies, you know. Yeah, I told you about, you know, Public Enemies, but I just like him. Like he's, you know, on my top two of, <laughs> of my whole past, you know. Yeah. So absolutely, like I was always Team Johnny. Yeah, I'm not Team Johnny, but I still cited uh, for him. Um, the next episode we did was Living La Vida Loca. Um, which is not about Ricky Martin. And then shortly after that, the news about Ricky Martin came out. Um, so. so that's another thing. I'm glad that he was, uh, they, they dropped all the charges. So good for you, Ricky. I was also team Ricky. He's yeah. not, he's not top anything on me, but <laughs> definitely I, I like him as a, as an artist. It's, it's interesting though, when allegations come out about anybody, how it does make you kind of go, well, is there something there that we're not aware of? You know? Yeah. I told you about Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. And her tax, I guess, evasion. Yeah, but I mean, if she lived majority in the Bahamas, why would she think she owes money to another country where she wasn't residing in that year? You know what I so, think? It's like, don't you have people? Don't you? Doesn't your accountant right. tell you, hey, you know what? These are the rules if you're going to, you know, live in Madrid, if you're going to live in Cuba, if you're going to live in Mexico. These are the rules. Don't, don't you have people that don't you do the research yourself? <laughs> well, you would think that the people that you have in charge of your money are doing what they're supposed to be doing. I just don't know how it comes back to her. Um, also, did you hear that she might be dating Captain America? Upgrade. I was like, good for her. <laughs> He's got that cute little dog too. So <laughs> hey, I'm I'm team Captain America and Shakira. That's that they would look really cute. I mean, I, I'm team Shakira all the way. But you know what I stood out for me on that episode was our guest. Yes, Liz was amazing. Her voice just calmed the room down. Like whatever me and you were like getting riled up, she was just like put us right back. I'm like can she just give me like those meditation tips? Can she just talk to me? Hi, Christy. Buenos dias. I hope you have an awesome day today. Like, I just want to hear her voice all the time. We should have her. She should be the voice for like Google Maps or please right turn coming up right up ahead. Yes. yes. <laughs> turn right now. She should totally do something you like turn. that. You turn. You <laughs> turn. I said, you moron. <laughs> yeah, I would say you turn, you moron. She would be like, you turn. You turn. I'll be like, move! <laughs> Pause. Breathe. We have to find a way to turning around. She was, her voice was just so a monotone. I just love her voice. Everything about that episode was probably my favorite yeah. of the season. I love what she said. I love what, like, the little insights she gave me. The little, like, tools that she, you know, to said it on the, on, the, on the actual show. And just her voice, her demeanor, her personality. Yes. She's just 10 out of 10. See, you know how we, we talked about how we're not experts. This is when we find experts. She was just really great for the show. Really good match. Yeah. Yes. Her energy was amazing. She just, uh, yeah, I just want to hang out with her. and just I just want her to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> we're just talking. Hey, give me a call, girl. <laughs> Do my affirmations for me. Let yeah. me know I'm good today. Yeah. Just send them to me. Like, yeah. quick, quick voice noise, please. Yeah. <laughs> totally see why she's she's perfect for her job. And, and you know what? She was a perfect perfect uh, you know guess. something oh. we should have her back for season three we should because we had tons of questions and maybe you know we can you know she can come back and she can go ahead and record my affirmations on my phone <laughs> <laughs> you want her to be siri for you <laughs> i just want her to talk to me she's just so calm good vibes and we should definitely invite her back hey if you're listening liz invitations open 
Yeah. Um, and we learned a lot during that episode. Um, it was just really, really informational and it was really for our, our, our listeners to really gain something from it. So. Correct. And again, you're invited. Come anytime. Yeah. Our microphones are open for you. <laughs> I like the way you said that too. You try to mimic her, her. Oh man, I wish just, I, I just can't, especially in my English voice. I will tendría que decir en español. Te estamos esperando. Yeah, this is there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so our episode eleven was uh our row uh row episode um Roe v Wade episode um yeah I mean I I think I screamed so much in that episode. <laughs> well, that just shows how passionate you are. I actually have a cousin that's really into politics, and I was like, you know, the first thing after like we you know we did the editing and everything, and it was coming out. The first thing I did was reach out to her. I said, you need to hear this. Like, if you're not listening to anything else, you need to listen to this particular one. She's so open about, you know, um, double standards, the politicians, everything that's going on. But and it, I, she was just like, that's amazing because she's very outspoken. And the fact that you are very outspoken, because I also feel like sometimes like when I don't know too much of the subject, I just want to hear from other people. And your passion that day was, I'm like, oh, my God women power right here like you yeah. were just like amazing when it comes to that well we recorded that episode shortly like after the decision was made and uh it was all the feelings and all the emotions were just there they were very raw and um i just couldn't i just couldn't calm down you but know? that shows how real you are and when it comes to your beliefs you are not afraid to stand up and voice your beliefs yeah, we may not be a million dollar podcast, but someone out there is listening saying, you know what? I feel the exact same way and they can also make a difference. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go back to, to that whole role thing because <laughs> it, it just it's still very, very much um, hurtful. I'm, I'm what I what I am going to say is that, you know, after after we did shoot that episode, um, then people started talking about kids like when, you know, kids having kids. And and then you shared the the article from the New York Times about uh, you know what happens particularly in India because uh, they covered they quoted a lot of the doctors from India and the damage that happens to young girls who have babies and how their their bodies are not equipped to carry them. She was ten, she was ten years old. The one that I sent you, ten year old girl having a, a ten year old baby having a baby. 10-year-old baby having a baby and how her body is not equipped for that and the damage that happens internally to a child who carries a baby. Um, and by no no means did she go out to do this, get pregnant on her own, you know? So th that, that that's the part that really hurts is forcing a child to have a child. It's just not going to, it's not beneficial for either child, the child coming out and the child that has to carry. It, it's not beneficial for either one. I now I'm going to get I'm going to get too crazy if I if I keep talking about the topic. But, you know, the article from The New York Times that you shared with me after we shot the episode. I mean, I had no idea even the internal um, effects of carrying a child. So, you know, that the rest of the world who do have really strict abortion laws or, you know, just completely forbid abortions from happening and what they see in their statistics. We don't have those statistics because. The law of the land says that you can, you know, at that time that you know, you're allowed to have an abortion in in, cir in circumstances um, is a decision for the woman. But 
in other parts of the country where they don't have the right to make that decision for themselves, they do have the statistics on the damages and they do have those numbers. So really, um, people need to be informed on what when they make decisions, like what the outcomes could be and, and parts of the world have those outcomes. Exactly. Like some somebody's saying, oh, well, it's not happening in my state, so it doesn't affect me. Uh, it affects you. It affects everybody. You that, that does not mean that you have to sit down and, and not listen and, oh, I, I, it doesn't affect me. It's not happening here. And no, but it affects everyone. You're a woman. It affects other women. Like stand up and voice, you know, make make a statement. Yeah. You know, voice your opinion. You know, stand up for what you believe. Be strong. Like we are in a in a time that everyone says whatever they want. Then you might as well say the right thing. Yeah. And definitely be educated. Like I'm not saying spread fake news. I'm saying read up, do your homework, educate yourself because knowledge is power. Yeah. And then on top of that, like you said, inform yourself. Sometimes you you might find information that it's incorrect. Be okay with knowing that. Oh my God, I told somebody something that's not truthful be be man enough or be woman enough to or whoever be be yourself and be knowing comfortably acknowledge that you were wrong take accountability like, yeah take account and, and be humble enough to to recognize that hey i'm not gonna get it right every time so let me correct it when when i get the opportunity i i mean this happens to me at home when i tell my kids something i saw in the news and then later on they kind of correct it so you're like, oh, you know, remember earlier when I told you this happened? Actually, it happened this way. And I'll, I'll give them more details or whatever. So recognize that you're not going to get it right every time. But when you get it wrong and you know that you got it wrong, correct it. That's it. You know, when you say when you say Newtown didn't happen. Example, be ma be person enough to say, hey, you know what? I was wrong. And not because I'm getting sued for a million something dollars, you know? <laughs> Yeah, conspiracy theories, uh, let's not go there either because you know how I feel about kids and mass shootings, so let's not go there because that, that, on the other hand, is what boils my little sangre. So let's not go there. But yes, say you're wrong. You can have an opinion and say, you know what, this is how I feel. But when you make it a topic and you make it like it's true, like you have facts, no, you don't. Like that's when, that's when it crosses the line. Yeah. You can say, you know I believe you shouldn't drink beer. We had this example before. But if I go and I say, you know, beer does this to you. And I personally see it on your body. Like, no, you don't know. Like, shut up. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Especially as a, you don't want to offend parents. You don't want to offend moms. You don't want to go there. Yeah. You, you, you just don't. So I don't want to talk about that. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, um, don't, you know, openly try to be, you know, provide misinformation. Always try to you know, provide as much, much knowledge as you can. And, and you're right. And know just, that you don't know everything. That's part of life, right? Not don't just know because you're getting know. sued and now all of a sudden, oh, wait, hold on. No, no. Be a good person. Shut up. Aren't you a parent? Yeah, and opinions are not facts. Period. There you go. <laughs> mm -hmm. So which takes us to our last episode of Los Cuatro Agreements. Yeah. Um, I thought most of them are, you know, like, just be a good human. That was basically what I got from, from the episode. Be a good human. And like I said, I've been working a lot on the number two. Don't take things personal because you don't like literally you just said it. You don't know what other people is going through. So the reaction on that moment may not be what they meant. And it may, it may not be. So 
yeah, take accountability when you do something wrong. Apologize. Say, you know, we need to normalize saying, you know what? I'm worth, I'm willing to work on that rather than that's just how I am. That's just how you yes. are. Oh, así es. Ya le conocen. No, no, that's not right. You can be like, you know what? Yeah, that's how I am most of the time, but I'm willing to work on some stuff. Yeah. So yes, not taking things personally. That's I told you that was my hardest one. And when I put, you know, like go back to the boundaries, it's just so good. It just keeps you more calm. You are a better person. You're in a better, clear uh, mind state. It, it, and then it doesn't fog your decisions. So when someone triggers you and someone says something and you're like instant to react because that was me. And when I see the difference and you're like, you know what, instead of reacting, take a breath, think of the situation. And then maybe they're going through something and they're not trying to harm me. They're just saying it because that's how they felt on the moment. Move on. It just makes your life so much easier. I feel calmer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the only thing you can control is yourself and how you react to situations. So what the other person is doing it's not really as it is relevant if it's affecting you physically. Right. Um, but how you react to that is it's all you, it's all how you, it's the only thing you can really control. Yeah. I like that one. I like doing your best, just do your best. Just try to be a good human being. You know, you can't fix the world. You can't fix everyone if you're not fixed. So uh, to me, um, do your best literally comes with do your best within yourself because that will reflect on the outside does that make sense yeah work on you first and if you are a good positive person then you're gonna project all those good vibes and then good things are just automatically gonna get thrown at you and then you don't even have to think about it anymore uh i hope so i haven't had that the last few weeks (laughs) well i feel like you know going back to motherhood as a mom just goes straight to what's gonna happen bad like yeah. this is the worst case scenario, you know, like, you know, my daughter swallowed the gym. Now she's not going to be able to breathe. I got to watch her at night. You know, I just that's just how my paranoid mind works. But if I calm down, take a second and be like, oh, my God, how many things have I swallowed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what I could say to that. <laughs> and I'm OK. So sure. she'll be fine. <laughs> so we already know Christina swallows. <laughs> Well, I said toys. <laughs> okay. Gems. Gems. Uh-huh. That's what we call Shiny it nowadays. Shiny objects. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I literally think about it when we were young. Oh, my God. What kind of stuff did we do? Like, jump off beds, jump on rivers, be on mud, you know, play with, like, rocks. And we were fine. We didn't wear helmets when we were in bicycles. And we barely wore seatbelts. That's true. <laughs> I I remember this one car we had in Puerto Rico that uh the the passenger side door open would open, especially if you're making a corner. (laughs) Esa puerta se abría todita. So you have to like if you drove in the passenger side, you were holding the handle, but not for yourself. Like you were holding it so it didn't. You, you know, you didn't go flying with it. Like you were, it was crazy. It and, was crazy. and we're and okay. we were kid, and yeah. And as a kid, you didn't have a seatbelt on either. You're just holding the handle so the door doesn't open. So you don't fly. It was just so funny. Like the last time I went to Ecuador, my daughter was having a blast not being on the seat on the, on the car seat. Because I was like, "Where's our car seat? Where's this? Where's that?" And they're like, "Uh, can she just sit on your lap?" And I'm like, "Sure." Yeah, <laughs> life is different. You know, life is different. But that's why I have to like remember, like, first of all, she's not me. 
you know, I'm trying to, for the four agreements, do my best as what I know, what I know how she is. If I see something's wrong, of course, you know, go to the doctor or the emergency room, whatever, like do what you got to do. Yeah. But do my best is also like calm down and see what has going on. If she's not acting, you know, horribly sick, then just let it go. Because otherwise I'm going to be like, I didn't sleep. I told you that. Like, I'm yeah. just watching her breathe, even though it's not, it's, she's fine. Yeah. So do, I got to go back to do my best in motherhood because I need to like calm down when it comes to her. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I remember when, when I had my kids little, you know, any, any little cough or fever, I was calling the nurse. <laughs> Hi. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for calling me back. This is happening. They're like, okay, how long has it been happening for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> But you're like, you know, and, he, and I used to, you know, you, when they're babies, you just think at any moment this baby could stop breathing because that's a thing here in America. We're horrible people and uh, we have horrible outcomes for children and, and mothers, but whatever. Um, you know, just staring at, at the baby breathing make, while they're sleeping, making sure that they're still breathing. Sometimes I'll wake up just to feel the stomach, make sure it's still moving. OK, we're good. We're good. He's still here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yesterday I was waking her up. I'll grab her arm just so that she'll move, you know, and she'll be like, mm-hmm, you know, she'll make like, okay, good. And I was like, she's I don't she's care. Like, she leave me alone. She's like, Jeez, I just want to sleep. Leave me alone, mommy. It's like my dog. I'm just like, the dog. <laughs> okay, she's good. She's good. <laughs> yeah, I know. So obviously, you know, what was it? It was um uh be impeccable with your word, don't take things personal. What was the third one? Um and then the four, I know the fourth one was do your best, but I'm missing one. What was the fourth one? Do you remember that one? I, I thought I wrote them down, but I, it doesn't look like I did. Oh, my God. Now it's going to drive me crazy. Do you remember? No, these are. No? No, no me recuerdo. You don't have it? No. It was B. Okay, so I know for sure now it was. Um... So be impeccable with your word. <laughs> But, you know, anybody can go back. Oh, oh, oh. Don't make assumptions. Oh, yeah. Don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions and then do your best. Ask out of you and me. That's what it. Don't don't assume things. Yeah. And And then just do your best. I like it. I like that. How you ended it. Just being a good human. Just be a good good human. human. Yeah. That's how I saw it. Stop judging. Just, you know. Just. Just be good. I know. And with that, we finished the recap for our season dose. If you guys have any topics you want us to talk about, any questions you may have, you know, check out our website, www.equarigandspice.com. Follow us on social media and have a buen dia.